Exodus chapter 2. Exodus chapter 2, verse number 11. It says, many years later, when Moses had grown up, he went out to visit his own people, the Hebrews. And he saw how hard they were forced to work. And during his visit, he saw an Egyptian that was beating one of his fellow Hebrews. And after looking in all directions to make sure no one was watching, Moses killed the Egyptian. He hid the body in the sand. And the next day when Moses went out to visit his people again, he saw two Hebrew men fighting. Why are you beating up your friend, Moses said to the one who had started the fight. And the man replied, who appointed you to be our prince and judge? Are you going to judge me as you killed that Egyptian yesterday? Are you going to kill me as you killed that Egyptian yesterday? And then Moses was afraid, thinking, everyone knows what I did. And sure enough, Pharaoh heard what had happened, and he tried to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh. He went to live in the land of Midian. And when Moses arrived in Midian, he sat down beside a well. I want to continue in this series uh, today, Slaying the Dragons. And today I want to talk to you about slaying the dragon of failure. There's a, most of us have experienced failure in our life. And there was a fella by the name of Bill Bates. I had... Uh, I've got a friend by the name of Bill Bates, but this Bill Bates was a football player. Who He was a defensive player. Um, he, 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 he was a passionate defensive player, but he was just really kind of an average player. His name was Bill Bates. He played against a great player by the name of Herschel Walker who I would say that Herschel Walker, if you know anything about college football, Herschel Walker, I think, was voted either, either the, the number one or number two greatest college football players of all times. And so Bill, Bill Bates played against Herschel Walker in Herschel Walker's first game. He was only 18 years old. Herschel Walker is only 18 years old. And he was given a chance to play as a freshman. And uh, on one of his very first carries, Herschel Walker was a running back. And on a, one of his very first carries, he took the ball and he ran straight over the top of Bill Bates. And in the process, not only ran through and passed and over the top of Bill Bates, but he scored a touchdown on that particular play. It proved that Bill Bates was just average. And it also showed this, that Herschel Walker, 18 years old, would become and be, was one of the greatest football college football players of all times. Now, Bill Bates could have let that failure lead to his downplay. He could have let that embarrassment lead to his desire to just completely quit the team. But he was continued uh, to be passionate. He continued to be determined. He went on. He finished his college football career. He was not drafted in the NFL. 
but he went out and he tried out for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, amazingly, he made the team, and he wound up playing for 15 years in the NFL. And I know there's some of you that's heard of Bill Bates. He's, he's a favorite player of a lot of people, not because he was big, not because he was fast, but just because he was determined because he was able to look past his inability. He was able to look past his own personal failures and to excel and to succeed. I think we can all learn a great lesson from Bill Bates, and that lesson is this. Don't ever give up, because there will be seasons in your life, and there are those of you that's old enough to know exactly what I'm talking about, that there are seasons in life when we get knocked down. There are seasons in life when we get showed up, if you will. There are seasons in life that prove that we have limitations and we have weaknesses. There are seasons in our life that we sin. There are seasons in our life that we make mistakes. There are seasons that we have failures. But the question is this, when you get knocked down, we've got to get back up. There's sometimes we get knocked down because of our own stupidity. There's sometimes we get knocked down because of our own laziness. We get knocked down because of circumstances. We, 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 it, it proves that we are not invincible. It proves that we're not the wisest. It proves we're not the strongest today. But there will be seasons that we literally get run over. And we get going to get up. The dragon of failure is defeated through the power and the grace of God. The drag, and you say, well, is that it, Pastor Bob? It's just the power of positive thinking. No, it's, it's, it's knowing who we are in God and then willing to get up through the power and strength that God gives us, through the power of Jesus Christ. It will take work. It will take determination. It will take, it will, it will take tenacity, if you will. But we've got to rise up. Now, let me, let me get to the story in Exodus chapter 2. Moses was born when the nation of Israel was facing great persecution and great oppression, if you will. They were living as slaves. They were building the pyramids with their bare hands. Pharaoh was the king of Egypt. He hated the Israelites so much that he ordered the death of every newborn baby boy. And when Moses was born, his mother looked at him like any mother would, and she fell in love with him like any mother would, is natural. And she decided that she was not going to let her baby boy be killed, but rather she decided she was going to build a little boat. She made a little boat for him. She made it waterproof, and then she took her brand-new bouncing baby boy and put him into the Nile River. He was found by Pharaoh's daughter. You can read that story in Scripture. She pulled Moses out of the river. Pharaoh's daughter had compassion for him. She fell in love with him, and she said, I'm going to take him home. God can take the impossible, and bring reality. God can take the impossible situation that you're facing right now, 
and he, he can begin to turn it around. God can take all of our failures. God can take all of the adversity today, and, and God can work, and he, he, can, he can begin to do something tremendous that we cannot even imagine. There was Pharaoh's daughter. She pulls Moses out of the, of the river. She falls in love with him. And just so happened that Moses' sister was close by. And she saw Pharaoh's daughter bringing Moses out of the river. And she went to Pharaoh's daughter and said, Hey, by the way, that looks like a brand new baby boy. Would you need some mother to come and nurse your baby? Yeah, why don't you go get a mother to nurse my baby? So she goes, unbeknownst to Pharaoh's daughter, she goes and she brings back Moses' mother to be his nurse. You see, here's the point. God sustains his people. God sustains his plans today. And there are many times we look at circumstances and situations and we say, that is just an impossibility. God, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I can tell you this, that God, if we'll stay true to God, God will stay true to us and God is going to show up. We don't have to live in fear for the future. All right? The other night I'm sitting around and it's about midnight. And I'm channel surfing. Yeah, you guys ever channel surf? I'm channel surfing. And because the, the thing that's interesting is always the other channel I'm not on. Okay, But I happened to come on to a, to a movie that was made in 1940. And the book was written by John Steinbeck, who's a famous author. And the, the movie was The Grapes of Wrath. Anyone ever seen The Grapes of Wrath? That's a depressing story. <laughs> Folks, I mean, these people, these folks are living during, during the Depression. Bess here, she's from Oklahoma. Oklahoma's a dust bowl. All the people decide they're going to leave Oklahoma for the, for the glamour and the glory and the riches in California. And they, they wind up leaving Oklahoma, all right? And I thought, man, what a, what a, what a discouraging mess right now. I'm kind of thinking about some things that's happening in America right now. We can look at our situation and we can start feeling sorry for ourselves and say, my God, what's going to happen? Is everything just going to collapse? Let me, let me assure you this, that God is still in control of all things, all right? And God is still keeping his people. God is still sustaining his people. I don't have to live in fear. All right, I don't have to be over, overcome with hysteria today because I know that my God is on his throne today. And God sustains his plans and God sustains his people even though there's a lot of fear that's spreading in, a, in in our world. I am a child of God today. If you've accepted Christ your Savior, you are a, are a child of God. God will stay faithful to his plans, and God will stay faithful to his people. So keep trusting in God, because you are God's people. And I'm standing sure. Pharaoh's daughter, she raised Moses up as her son. Moses grew up in the palace of Pharaoh. 
But remember, keep this in mind, his biological mother was his nurse. His biological mom was teaching him. She was training him. She was telling him about, telling him about his true identity. She was reminding him about the mercy and the greatness of God. God preserved Moses in the house of the ruler that wanted to kill him. God can take your impossible situation and he can turn it all around. God can take your failure and he can turn it all around for his good and for his glory. And one day, now we're going to get to Exodus chapter 2, verse 11. One day when Moses was a grown man, he's now 40 years old, okay? He went to visit his own people, the Israelites. He knew that he was an Israelite. Remember that. His biological mother was his teacher, and I believe that Moses was able to have a secret relationship. He knew that she had revealed that to him, who he was. He knew who he was. I think that's an important lesson for us as Christians today. We need to know who we are. We need to know who we are in God. We need to know who we are in Jesus Christ. And today we're almost at the point, at the point where we're ashamed to declare the greatness of God. We're ashamed to declare that we are God's people today. But we've got to know who we are. N Moses knew who he was. So he went to visit his people, the Israelites. He saw them being abused. He saw them being mistreat mistreated. And he saw an Egyptian beating an Israelite. And so Moses, here's what he does. He looks all around Make sure no one's watching, and he kills that Egyptian. Killed him. He thought it would give him favor with the Israelites. And so the next day, Moses is feeling pretty good. Man, I took up for my people. Man, I might get voted into some office down there. No, he was, he was a, a prince, okay, but I'm just making a joke. But anyway, he goes down there. He's happy. He's thinking about what he'd done yesterday. He's like a hero. He gets there, sees a couple Israelites, and they're fighting against one another. He tries to be a peacemaker. He tries to intervene. And the fellow that starts a fight tells him, he said, hey, listen, Moses. He said, are you going to try to kill that Egyptian yesterday? Moses became afraid. Just stick with me for a couple minutes. Moses became afraid. He, he, he knew that Pharaoh would eventually hear about what he had done. And so because of his fear and because of, of, of that incident, Pharaoh did find out what he did. And Pharaoh, the scripture says, he tried to kill Moses. So Moses escaped from Egypt. He ran from the security of Egypt. He ran from his pampered lifestyle. He, he'd been living as a prince in Egypt. He ran from all that. He did not know a skill. He did not know a trade because a, a, a son of Pharaoh would not have to know how to do any kind of work. you got to understand this. He knew his biological mother, and he ran from his biological mother, from his biological fa father. He ran from his, his biological brother and sister. I believe, I've already said, I believe he had a secret relationship that Pharaoh didn't even know about. He ran from them. 
The devil will try to take your failure and destroy the blessings of God in your life. The devil will, will say, listen, you've really messed up this time. And will take everything good that God has placed in your life. And because of fear, he will cause you to run. Moses ran into the wilderness. He ran because he was afraid of the repercussions. And when he, when he ran, he ran as fast and far as he could. And he got to a place called Midian. And when he went to Midian, he was a fugitive. When he went to Midian, he knew that he had murdered a man. But no one else knew. No one else knew his story. No one else knew about his failure. But every single day was a reminder of what Moses was hiding from. But in the wilderness, Moses met a man of God. Well, by the name of Jethro. Jethro was a priest in Midian. Even in the wilderness, God will send someone your way that will speak life and truth into you. Even in your wilderness experience, God will send someone that will help you, that will encourage you. I've got a good friend. He's from Chicago. And um, he's actually a a part of our church. He's, he's homebound. He's, he's not able to leave his home, but on occasion, quite often I, I talk to him uh, before this pandemic hit. I would go to his house at least once a week and, and talk to him and visit with him. And he would tell me about his family. He said, Pastor Bob, my family does not know Jesus Christ. My family has never accepted Christ or Savior. And I say, well, we're, we're going to pray for them. And we'll begin to pray. And I'll pray this. I'll say, God, send someone to his family that knows Jesus so they can be a light, so they can tell them about Jesus and show them the way and the plan of salvation. God sends. So even in the wilderness, God puts people in our life to speak truth and to speak life into us. In the wilderness, God can send just the right person. And in the wilderness, Moses met a priest named Jethro. And over the course of time, Moses, the scripture says, Moses married one of Jethro's daughters. They started a family. Moses lived in Midian for the next 40 years. Okay, that's a long time. Live there. But Moses remembered his failure from 40 years previously. He remembered what he'd done. Even though he was married, even though he had children, he was thinking about looking over his shoulder, wondering maybe there's a day coming that I'm going to have to go back or I'm going to get caught or someone's going to find out what I did so many years ago. That's what the devil does. He tries to bring up our failures from so long ago. We've all had our failures. We've all made mistakes. Sometimes it's because of our own uh, doing. Sometimes it's because of our own silliness. It's because of our own giving in to temptation. Sometimes our failure, sometimes our, our failure I don't know what, what the genesis would be in your life, but, but you know what I'm saying today. We've experienced failures. 
And that failure is a reminder. It was a constant reminder for Moses that he knew that he was a fugitive, that he knew that he was running from his past. And in his failure, he thought he was hiding in the wilderness where no one would know him. Some of us can remember a sin, a failure, a mistake from the past. And that incident is still vivid in our memory. And that thing is holding us back from breaking out of our wilderness. That thing is a constant reminder over and over again. But in the wilderness, here's what Moses didn't realize. In, Moses might have been in the wilderness, but in the wilderness, God was shaping him. In the wilderness, I believe that his father-in-law was speaking life and truth into him. In the wilderness, something was happening on the inside of Moses. God was changing him. If you will allow God to change you, if you will allow the Holy Spirit to deal with you, there's some stuff, there's some garbage in our life, and a lot of us need to get rid of it. We're living in an age where it's not politically correct to tell people that anything they're doing is wrong, okay? You say, Pastor Bob, what do you think about that? Well, here's what I think. The Holy Spirit is dealing. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is speaking. And there are things that I don't even have to say that the Holy Spirit is dealing with us about. All right? And God is, God is doing something in our life. God was doing something in Moses' life. He was in the wilderness, but God was changing him. God was transforming him in the wilderness. God was waiting for just the right time to reveal his plan to Moses. Exodus chapter 3, verse 1. And one day, Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian, he led the flock as far into the wilderness and came to, to Sinai, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the middle of a bush. And Moses stared in amazement, though the bush was engulfed in flame himself. Why isn't this bush burning up? I must go and see it. And when the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, God called to him from the middle of the bush. Moses, Moses. And Moses replied, here am I. You see, our breakthrough comes when we least expect it. Your breakthrough is coming when you least expect it. This was a day like a thousand others. Moses had been in the, living in the wilderness, tending his father-in-law's sheep for 40 years. There have been thousands. I believe Moses had seen many burning bushes in the desert. But this bush was different. The bush was burning and yet it was not consumed. Our breakthrough comes when we're least expecting it. And God came down that day. God showed up to bring deliverance to Moses. A final breakthrough from the failure of the past. God showed up to, to prove to Moses that he was still worth something that he was valuable, that he wasn't finished with him yet. And, and ultimately, God showed up to bring deliverance to the nation of Israel. 
day. You see, God showed up because he knew that faith and potential in Moses was greater than his previous failure. Your faith, your potential is greater than your previous failure. That the devil's been holding over your head for so many years. 